Hello and welcome to You Set the Tone, the podcast that takes an x-ray to the medical drama show ER. We examine the show with surgical precision and celebrate the high pressure and beating hearts of the show. My name is Sharon. My name is Ed. And I'm Sean. Today on the show, we're looking at Random Acts Season 3, Episode 20. Ooh, we're getting close, guys. We are getting close. Random Acts. Okay, this is quite an episode, right? Yeah. Uh, it is. And it's quite, an, in a way, it's a little bit of an unassuming one as well. Mm. Yes. Some stuff comes out of nowhere. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and... Yeah, I like I I still remember. So my big rewatch that I did a few years ago. Yeah, I remember being properly shocked by this episode. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I think what what I think is lost a lot nowadays is is spoilers and stuff. We get a lot more of that nowadays because of mm. you know social media and all that kind of stuff and people pre watching you know via yeah. whatever. In these kinds of days, you just didn't, and you would watch it. And I think, obviously, when you did your rewatch as well, Sean, like it, ER had been out for so long that nobody was really discussing it anymore. So it was kind of easy to watch without yeah. having things be spoiled. And and that is it. That this episode was just like it just starts out like everything's fine. This is happening here. Mm. Here comes a patient. Blah blah blah. Bam. You know, and it's yeah. just yeah. So. I remember watching it as a kid and just being like, what? Just, why are they doing that? And I, I think I might have found it upsetting as a kid because I was a bit soft. But, um, no. but just being a bit kind of, oh, what's going on? And but in a way, I'd say that uh, to be upset by some of the things in this episode is a perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. reaction. Like, this is, yeah, uh, I, 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 I give you permission this. to be upset. <laughs> Thanks for validating my emotions. Sean. Yeah, he's going to send you a little note that says, I validate this. Yeah. yeah. Um, white man bullshit. But, you know. Please insert tip here. <laughs> I um, have to say, I found part of this tough to watch this time around. I, I was like, I can't. I, it, it goes on a lot longer than I expected and remembered. And I had to look away for bits of it because oh, I'm okay. really funny i'm just a bit i just hate violence it just makes me feel funny inside which yeah. is why i don't watch 95 percent of films that happen because i'm just like oh god i just it's not for me right so let i know should we start with green then but given this yes. is kind of i the think big, that makes yeah yeah so we kind of i mean it opens so gently and sweetly him and doug are on a golf course you know boring the crap out of me but you know enjoying themselves um I mean, Doug has this thing for really boring sports, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> and he likes to bring us along with him. And it's like, Doug, you're very a beautiful man, but even I can't abide watching yeah. you play golf. Um, and he's really getting into it, whereas Mark is is not. And he's, he's like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not the cliche of, you know, the doctor who loves golf, but, but we see Doug. And also, can I just say, this is the first time I feel like he's mentioned golf. Am I making that? Like, like ever? Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's so, like, yeah. I got to get on this course, and I got to do, you know, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like, all right. Oh god, Doug, your passion. dream is finally coming true. <laughs> it's it's another pod person. It's another like yeah. complete right turn for a character that can only yeah. explain by alien parasites. Yeah, and I mean, it's also started to become a bit of a trope with them two kind of yeah um, playing your sports. We've seen them before. Now we've got this one. Um, they're starting with golf, so we find out, you know, Green not interested in golf. It's not his thing. Um, and then he gets to work and he's very much like I have to go to Rachel's school we don't know why but we know he has to go there but um, 
a psych patient comes in um, and he kind of sees them off a bit. I think Doyle ends up taking him away. Um, mm. But then when a girl called Alyssa Gunther comes in, she's got leg injuries, green. He's supposed to go to the school, but he kind of goes in to follow Doyle. So Doyle's going to actually run it. But I think he just goes to check that everything's OK and kind of supervise a little bit. But the dad is just really horrible to Doyle, oh, you know, so oh, a female doctor and oh, you look so young. And and I think this is the where I really appreciate Doyle's kind of harshness because she just gives it right back to him and is very mm-hmm. much like, you know, I am very much a doctor. I am very good mm-hmm. at my job kind of. And I, I like that. I mean, I mean, did you guys get your money out to put in the jar? Because we heard it is a teaching hospital. Yes, <laughs> I did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> go towards that travel fund exactly exactly yeah. oh like because it, 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 it's that kind of um like i'm gonna say bigotry because he responded yeah. very well to mark and very very uh you know it's like he was mm. looking for a reason with maggie yeah and i you know it, it's that kind of bigotry that's wrapped up in the sheath of caring. Oh, I want the best care for my daughter. Well, why do you assume yeah. Maggie can't give her the best yeah. care? Yeah. Oh, because there's a, ma- a, a a full doctor over there. <laughs> exactly, exactly mm. that. And um, but Green leaves them. Well, they leave actually. Sorry, before Green leaves them, he uh-huh. just takes his daughter away uh, because he's not happy with just having Maggie, but also that they won't call a plastic surgeon down. Well, he, and he's like, you know, he has a yeah. So I think he's one of the suspects. Um, they mm-hmm. do line them up a little bit. So we have the, the, the poor chap who's going to the psych. Yeah. Um, but also Gunther shouts and says, oh, if it's your daughter, you'd want the best care. You'd, you know, she'd get the best care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's funny Which... how we make these presumptions about people. We see this a lot mm. in this show where people, the, the we get to see the other side kind of, of, not customer service, but in that way of, you know, you go, yeah. well, you would do this, you would do that. And it's just funny how quickly people assume because... I don't know if Greenwood, you know, I think he was very like, well, that's just what happens with stitches and yeah. just, you know, what can it is. Do? It's it's like obviously, yes, we, we care about our children, we want them to get the best care, but it really is just stitches. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, oh, like, you know, I don't want her to have a scar. It's like he's not a wizard. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, also, how jacked up is it that somebody was messing around with a saw and cut her leg? I know. Like <laughs> what's true. happening in that classroom that the teacher is so distracted. I'm not having to go at teachers here, but at the same time, if yeah, you in are in class. Oh, yeah. my God, Ed, every single opportunity Honestly, you can get. On, I mean, he's wearing his I Hate Teachers t-shirt, everybody. I mean, I don't know what you guys want to take from that. the whiskey. <laughs> oh, well, okay, then. All right, sorry. Uh, talk, talk, he says, um, he um, because the the, do- the dad also says about this is why girls shouldn't do shop, because, you know, this is what happens. And I was just like oh my God, you're a dad of girls or a girl at least. Don't be that kind of dad of a girl. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I wish somebody had gotten a saw and, you know, cut something of his off. Oh. Yeah, like, you know, something he wouldn't need, you know, his head. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, mm. he good, he goes, he leaves. Green then goes to the school. Um, and in the time of him going to the school, we see Chris Law turn up. So Chris Law is mm. Kenny's brother who died a few episodes back, um, the basketball player. And he comes in looking for Dr. Green because they've received a bill and he's very much not going to pay this bill. Um, 
he finds Green, who's coming, uh, you know, out of his car because he's obviously come back from Rachel's school. Um, so they see each other in the kind of the parking lot, and and Chris explains why he's not going to pay. He says, "We're not paying this. My mom, who pays every bill she ever gets, is not paying the bill for the hospital who killed her son and then lost the body for two yeah. days. Two oh days. my god! It's just like what else could go wrong with this yeah. poor man? Like his treatment and then subsequent." treatment of the body and family like oh my goodness if you think about you know a funeral day you have to really get yourself prepared the fact that you've got to have this funeral you've got to really say this last goodbye they're not easy and then you actually then have to postpone it so you have to a psych yourself back up again but also the stress of where is his body yeah um which is just absolutely horrific so i kind of really understood where Chris is coming from at this point and also I was a bit like I felt a bit dug like and I was going to take it off him and I was going to pay it um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 19 grand I mean I know we've talked yeah. many many times about just the cost of healthcare but 19 grand to effectively deliver a dead body late yeah yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's just it, I can't, it's bare, it just does not bear thinking about and then you know, he he walks off and he kind of threatens Green, you know, something about kicking his ass if... Uh, mm. But Green doesn't seem that worried. You know, he later is talking to Doug and he says, you know, he came in and he said he was going to kick my ass. And Doug, I think, is like, well, should we call security? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, it's fine. It's nothing. We do learn that Rachel's doing good in school, which I thought was a lovely... It's oh, nice okay. to meet yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, that's great news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's going to play Marco Polo. yeah. Which now she's up for cultural appropriation on top of everything else. <laughs> this girl do anything good. See, you know, jokes about how much money was worth back then and stuff. Yeah. $19,000 in 1990. So a bit before is equivalent to $39,000 now. Just oh, you know, my goodness. That is just mad, Put it in it? perspective, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just hideous. Um and then we have, I mean, Green has this brilliant case and this is where we see Green be, you know, who we love him for. So yeah. the paramedic, paramedic Pam, we've seen all the way through bringing in different people. She's coming in this time, but she's with her granddad, who she calls Gramps. Um, he's had a stroke. She was very obsessed about bringing him to county, probably because A, she knows it, but also because they offer the TPA, which at this point sounds very much like a very new drug that mm. they mm. don't know everything about but it's out there um would i be actually just just yeah. on that uh, i'm might be wrong but was tpa in use for cardiac reasons is that what was offered to Kaysen? yes yes yeah yes. okay that's um, yeah surgical interventionist tpa which is tissue plasminogen activator i think it helps yeah. clotting doesn't it or, yeah it thins the blood yeah. doesn't it so it can be dangerous because it can get it so thin that you know you can hemorrhage out or, you know, all that kind of stuff so you know it's not a, a cure-all um but that's what pamela's kind of hoping for and this is where i loved it because weaver's very very i don't think she's anti-tpa but she's scared that people think that it could cure everything and that yeah. there isn't they don't really understand it so she's quite cautious and takes green aside and is very i don't know if she you know pamela really understands it or people understand it and green says look we've got that we've got this kind of committee or whatever and we assess we make sure we have a we have a plan it's not that anybody who comes in will just give tpa 
And then he makes a great decision because he says, as he sits down and he talks to Pam, he explains everything. And he says to Eva, I want you to also talk to her because you are offering the opposite side. And I think it's important she hears that. And I just thought, what a great decision. I totally, totally agree. And he, and he, he's straight with Kerry. He says, you are a respected colleague. We are completely on opposite sides of the fence here. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, and we're not going to have an argument about this. You're not going to walk in or I'm not going to walk in halfway through you talking to her go, no, Kerry, you're wrong. What we're going to do is go, here's option A and here's option B. And, you know, both of us know what we're talking about. We are both at least semi-experts in our field. Obviously, this is a new type of treatment. So as expert as anyone can be. And I thought this was... In a hindsight upsetting way, this was going to be one of the great green episodes. This was going to be, he was a bit like, remember that time he cleared the waiting room? Yeah. Oh, you know, kind of, I thought, oh, this is going to be one of those ones. You know, this is going yeah, to be yeah. a good day for green. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's your fault, Ben. Oh, <laughs> that's what I get for everything. having happiness. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed it. It's like, um, so because yeah. you mentioned that green was doing, um, was in on this trial for TPA, which has sort of come out of nowhere. And I wondered if if Kerry was a bit because she's the study person, she's the the scientist type, and he's the yeah, you know, it could be definitely. So we I know just she, yeah, because we know she's not averse to doing that. She's not averse to acting yeah, out yeah. or acting up a bit. But what I liked about this is it was really it wasn't about egos with him either. He wasn't like, well, I need to be right. It was very much we're both equal colleagues. Mm. We could both bring something to the table here let's do that and I just thought this is this is what puts green above other doctors in a lot of times this is why I think green is so loved because of this level-headedness and because of this fairness and because of kind of the way he can he can when he's kind of on his game treat other doctors and things so you know it's all just really sweet at that point you know and they they decide they're actually going to give TPA Pam's kind of heard both sides and said Mm. yeah I want to kind of do that for um yeah that's what I want to go for and then you know Green goes into the toilet takes off his glasses um he's getting himself just sorted you know washing his face that kind of thing and then somebody come just comes out of the darkness and just attacks him and this I have to say was tough I found it a really tough watch because it, it, it goes on for quite a bit. You think, oh, it's ended. You know, he's on yes. the floor and you think, okay, it's ended. And then he comes back, whoever yeah. comes back for more. And it's like going into the actual stall and, yeah. oh, it's just, it's just horrible. The, the goal of it was to cause as much pain as possible to, you know, yeah. you know, he smacked his head off. Sorry if this is a bit graphic to Sharon and to listeners, but the first thing he does is smack his head off the uh, porcelain sink, yeah. which made me wince and I'm hardened to violence because you know I'm a dangerous criminal but um, oh, yes of course yeah yeah there is that um but yeah it, it was done to inflict as much damage and pain as possible because he kicked him so many or that person who attacked him kicked him and kicked him on the ground and smacked you know it was it's, 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 it's vicious it was, it was a, yeah I'm mean, using old word I use a lot brutal yeah savage yeah. I would say as well and then they, it, they've got that that thing that they do which is so great in film and tv shows when they do this is kind of and and they use it in er quite a bit somebody's attacked but they can hear other people on the other side but they can't call out to them or they can't hear them and it's that tension of oh my god just open that door because mark's behind it so it's it's weaver and doyle kind of having a conversation and 
and, and Green can hear, but he can't do anything. And it's just yeah. that real like oof kind of pull. And, of... and they keep going, where's Mark? He's not he's not around. Yeah. And it's yeah. they'll use it in a few seasons ahead, won't they? That's absolutely yeah, what you're thinking of as well, isn't it? Yeah. I think. But yeah. Um but it's then chilling. Doug, it is, it's just it's just horrible to see somebody so you know, Green, for the most part, is a good guy. You know, he yeah. is just, he, he tries his best. He's a nice, decent guy who who is human, but he doesn't go out of his way to be an asshole or anything like that. He's just a good guy. And so you just think, God, whatever it is, this just feels like, wow, too many steps too far. You know, this isn't Romano or somebody where you go, okay, I get it a bit more. Sorry, my eye twitched there at the mention of Romano. Sorry. It's, it's coming soon. <laughs> you did. That's the scary thing. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. on his way. Um, but Doug finds him, you know, and, 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 and that's quite beautiful as well, watching how Doug looks after Mark in this, you know, how careful he is making sure everybody gets him on the board and then gets him out into the trauma room and how he stays with him and he sits with him and he's he's so worried and so upset and... I just thought that was a lovely kind of obviously we it opened with them um you know open with them being on the golf course kind of having fun not really a care in the world and then it ends kind of yeah it, it, it ends kind of in this way um mm. and in the meantime in the other room Gramps has gotten the TPA and it's worked yeah. and everybody's kind of like you know Mark made the right call because Gramps can now feel his left uh, arm again and he can speak and, and Kerry's in there going don't tell Mark he won't remember anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell him it was all my idea um, <laughs> oh I can believe she would do that yeah, yeah I'm on the TPA what do you mean Mark I'm on the TPA yeah, assessment yeah. team so um, he's very suggestible Please, he asked what happened twice you know that's fine yeah <laughs> Um, and then and then he wakes up, you know, for a while he, he isn't awake and it's horrible because, you, you know, you don't know. And we have this whole bit where, you know, they're all in the trauma room, like looking after him. And it's that thing of when they have a patient, we've seen it with Carol, when it's somebody they work with who's a patient. Junie comes in and she wants to stay and um, Weaver's like, you've got to go and help the other patients. And it's that pull of, come on, I want to be here. This is my, this is the guy I work with. This is my friend. This is my, yeah. what, you know, whatever. And um they all want to be in the room but they obviously can't all be in the room so uh, and then later we see Doug kind of sitting over him and um and Carol's there and it, it, it provides a really cute moment for Carol mm. and Doug because obviously Carol knows how much Mark obviously means a lot to Carol as well but she also knows how much he means to Doug so it's that kind of her kind of being there for him and then he wakes up and typical Doug is like you know I've signed you up for a double shift at the weekend mm. <laughs> um which I don't know about you but I think if if I'd woken up from something really horrendous I'd probably quite appreciate a nice like light-hearted yeah. joke from a from a good friend um, yeah definitely so I'll remember that if either of yeah. you ever get hurt, thank you and vice versa yeah or I'll do the thing if you wake up and go you've been asleep for six years you know what I mean RuPaul is the president or something yeah you know what I mean? oh yeah. I would fully believe it um, same, same. Uh, um, but like the president of Great Britain, there's been bigger changes that you even knew about <laughs> since you were since you were asleep. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, I mean, so that's the mystery, I guess. So we don't know. Um, you know, Doyle explains about the psych patient, like we said, we've had Chris Law who threatened him. We've got this kind of really angry, very you know, horrible dad. 
or we've got the you know the fourth possibility is it, it was just a random act it was just somebody lying yeah. in wait for somebody a mis- it could have been mas- mistaken identity or it could be somebody that we don't know or haven't seen who is angry at mark you know for other reasons it, it yeah. you just don't know i i it the, the random acts one that's the hardest one to swallow yeah because yeah. agree or disagree the the three so uh, suspects if you like that this episode offers all have their own you know reasons or at least they believe they have a reason to go after him yeah. whereas you know you know you can just be like oh my god you're complete this is an entirely ridiculous reaction to this mm. concern that you had yeah when you have we don't know who it was we don't know why it happened that leads us to go we don't know if this is going to happen again yes, yes. good point yes yeah it's it's scary so i was kind of trying to work through it logically so the the psyche um patient he was shouting a lot. And I was thinking if he was the assailant, well, start as he was tall, I think. Mm. And this guy is shorter than Mark. He would be shouting at him. Do you know what I mean? There would be, if it's a development of his mental illness, then he would probably be shouting at him. And yeah. the, the attacker was silent. Mm-hmm. The and dad, purposeful. That's a purposeful. really good point. Mm. Yeah. The dad, I think, would have implicated. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's been left long enough He'd have snapped. He snapped at that point. I don't think he had the patience to wait it out. And again, the shape of the person was wrong. I'm getting too into this. The last one, it, it, I think it's most likely that it would be Chris Law. My God, you racist. I think, <laughs> I feel like that's how they, I feel like they want you to yeah. think that. But what you have to remember is just because, you know, the dad was taller or not yeah. taller, but dad was this way, that way. He could have paid somebody. Yeah, that's true. It could um, have been a paid person. or it... well, well, then with Chris Law, I feel like he'd shout at Mark as well. Because exactly. it's a crime of passion. So I think you'd have a go at him. So He'd be like, that's for my brother, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd want, oh, that's why yeah. I feel like it could so easily be just a really random, yeah. I don't know, somebody who's who's not maybe not that well and has violent urges and could have yeah. done it that way because I feel like other people would have shouted, not just been quiet. Yeah. And I got the feeling from Chris as well that he isn't, you know, or if you did do it, you're from a violent, you know, or if you were somebody who knew Mark and you purposely picked out Mark yeah. and you decided not to speak, that is such a, um, I feel like it's, it's a bit more of a career criminal, a bit for a psychopath yeah, yeah. to to yeah. not speak and make that decision. Whereas I think if it was a real crime of passion, as you say, I, I feel like somebody would shout and scream yeah, yeah. and be like, this is for whoever, yeah. but we don't know. We don't know. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's a mystery and poor Mark, cause he's- Yeah, it gets- He's hurt. I mean, that, that wound he's got on, his, on the side of his face looks yeah. so, I can imagine, almost imagine how that feels cause it looks so mm. sore. Yeah. Yeah, um, it does that that swelling. It looked that looks like at least like a fracture. Yeah, you know what I mean around the eye socket. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Oof. No, thank you. Oh, I won't do it then. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> let let's go to Doug next because yes, you know. It's happy. Yay! Happy talk. Happy talk. Um, <laughs> so Doug, you know, being his old amiable self, he's on the golf course, very excited about it. We hear about how he's always wanted to play on this certain Fair Oaks golf. 
course, which is supposed to be one of the best in the country. Um, we see him hanging out with Antipas and they're on first name basis. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, where did this come from? Also um, Douglas, which is weird. Uh, yeah, very, very strange. And then they kind of bond over. We see them a couple of times bonding over uh, golf. And yeah. um, the second time is when he says to him, oh, could you do a favor for me? And this is where he says, if you do this favor, the dad of this boy is yeah. the member. So I'm like, oh, is, is Antipas not the member then? Because the whole point, Doug was kind of... It, yeah, it's like, can he to... not just get you in, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Maybe he like... needs more recommendations and the Palmers. I mean, they are the railroad Palmers. Oh, yeah, well. That's true. That's oh. true. Oh. <laughs> we got a badass up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think railways were kind of... I don't know. I didn't think that was where that feels like an old place for money to come. It, it from. probably is old. That's probably what it but means. I think it's, it's old very money. old money that's yeah, yeah. like living. Um, it, it would make almost make more sense if when we actually got to see the Palmers, he was in like you know that kind of the nineteenth century <laughs> oh, suit, and she was there in all the petticoats and the white <laughs> yeah. thing. And, yeah. and the, He's got a little watch. He goes, the train's running late today, boys. Exactly. In the muscle, I the do declare, yeah. I will <laughs> see you on the links. <laughs> Now he's a southern gentleman. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is going somewhere else. Um, so yeah, um, you know, Aspo says I'm gonna, you know, PK's. He, it's is this little boy, the son of his friend. Um, he, he's hurt himself. The parents, I think, are away, but they're they're trying to get on the way back. So could Doug see him as a favor? And it's really sweet. I mean, we know Doug's great with kids, but like yeah. he makes sure he's got special yogurt and oh, chocolate yogurt sounds horrible. So oh yeah. God, honestly, I, I mean, yeah, I, that's that's not a thing for me. No, chocolate oh, yogurt, yeah. no, thank you. Chocolate mousse, but not chocolate yogurt. Yeah, yeah. have you ever yeah. had frozen yogurt? You know, like people go on and on. Oh yeah, I've had frozen yogurt. Yeah, yeah. It's, the chocolate flavor of that is what I think that he's giving him, and it's um, just it okay. makes me sick. But that, I mean, yogurt makes me a ledger because of my lactose issue. But I, oh. everybody used to go on and on about it. And then I said, finally said to some friends, let's go. Let's try this thing that you're all obsessed yeah. with. And I can't, I could not get it. Uh, I don't understand. It's, yeah, I've had Froyo from um, Aldi, which, you know, probably won't be the best example. But it was just like, I'd rather have ice cream. Exactly. I'd rather have ice cream or I'd rather have a yogurt. I don't need yeah, this yeah, weird yeah. hybrid. <laughs> Give us one or the other. Not both. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's our dessert opinions. That's just yeah, how I feel. It's a new section um, of the show. I hope you guys like it. Dessert yeah. opinions. Yeah. yeah, you can send them in, and we can tell you how we feel about your favorite desserts. And we can call them wrong. opinions. No. Oh. <laughs> that's all right. No, normally, I'm somewhat humored. Tonight, we're just like, guys, we just don't have time for this nonsense. Okay, Come just on. don't have time. I for was it. ready to humor, but he got in there, so no. I'm thank have you. To stick with thank him. you. <laughs> um, and the little PK comes in, and he's broke. You know, and Doug's been great with him. And he's broken his bone, and he says, "You know, you've officially yeah. become a man." But then we realize he's been he's clumsy. He's always yeah. hurting himself, which gives Doug a possible idea, and he does like a hand test and we realize his his vision is kind of he has no peripheral vision does he at all and yeah. it's just it's very limited um so he calls the the eye doctor down who we we've, we've met before and um carol takes the piss out of him she's a bit like oh yeah just because he's this rich guy you're just yeah, getting yeah. the yogurt and you're doing this and and to be fair to doug in that moment he just doesn't kind of respond to he just kind of carries on with what mm. he's doing and then later it turns out, you know, he he has he's been diagnosed with with an illness. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, retinitis pigmentosa. Um, 
I came across it when I worked in optics and yeah, the, the back of the eye just slowly kind of degenerates. And I think oh. the pigmentosa be, means that pigment grows across the retina. I think I might be wrong. Oh, that's um, yeah. So basically the, the retina becomes less useful and your, your field of vision does get smaller. Because he's um, so young, this little yeah. boy. Oh. It just happens at any time. There was one woman I remember, she was in her early 20s and she had it and we were like, you need to have very focals, but she couldn't afford them because they were expensive. So it was oh. just, yeah, it's a, a crap time for somebody with, with retinitis. Yeah. And mm. yeah, so we see him kind of at the end and he's got his glasses on and he's going to go upstairs and his railroad dad and mama there. Um, you know, and Carol kind of oversees that and she comes up to him after and she's, she apologises because, you know, she made this judgment and um, I don't know, it's, it's a cute dog storyline this week because yeah. we just see him be really cute with this little, you know, with, with the little boy and really look after him and, and, and we know as well with Doug that he would do that for any kid who'd come in if that had been, not been a railroad kid, he would have done it him just as yeah. well you know well i got that maybe another um kind of a reference to the title random acts of kindness yeah. as yes. well as random acts of of course yeah, violence. i, I that love too. that yeah. Yeah. yeah and and what's really um I, and then what i really love there's a moment where doug is talking to pk and carol kind of watches and sees and i just was like mm. Oh, they're just doing that thing where they're just putting little moments in, and I just thought yeah. that was that was really really cute. Um, and then obviously, you know, Doug finds his best friend and and treats him. So yeah. it, it it starts off one way with Doug, you know, playing golf, yeah. relaxing, having a bit of a laugh, and he ends up kind of next to his best friend who's been beaten to a pulp. So quite yeah. a journey, quite a journey yeah. for our Doug yes. this week. <laughs> well, there it is. Oh, Doug. There it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Where do you want to go next, you guys? Your choice. Um, sex book. Sex book. Yes. Sex book. Yeah. There You're is sex book. All right. So, money on the table, guys. Who wrote the book? Weaver. Weaver. Um, maybe. Oh, uh, but the way she reacted to Chuni's reaction to, yes. oh, you didn't uh, like the Latino nurse? Oh, what was wrong? And the way she didn't get the nursing stuff that well. Oh. And I can imagine her not spelling great because she's always so busy and she's writing in a rush because she's a busy doctor. Oh, yeah, that's actually a very good point. It'd be nice for we we said last week and we, in weeks previous that she doesn't seem to have much of a life. So maybe this is she's what kind she of, does. she's fantasy prone and has written this... But why would she bring it into work? I thought she'd be more careful than that. Well, you know she's I mean? been busy, so she she is Unless always writing the... grants and writing yeah, proposals yeah. and writing articles and researching. And I mean, maybe she wanted feedback. Maybe she put it there to that. get feedback kind of from surprise people. or secret beta readers. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Oh um, no, you found my book. Oh. Oh what? Oh, darn. What is going oh. on? Yeah. But while I have you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because also she really makes herself to be awful. So I think she did that on purpose in the book, really like this kind of witchy yeah. type who goes to a, a, a voodoo princess or something to, yeah, to, yeah. to figure out what's going on with like her. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was also very much like, so then nobody would think it'd be her because who would ever write that? Um, I, I did like Randy's point of pride when she's like, yeah. uh, my spelling's not that bad and I'm a better type, I you know. Yeah. She's like, yeah. 
I've got skills, thank you. Exactly. It's not, oh my God, how dare you think I've got that kind of a mind? Yeah, it's yeah. how dare you think that I don't, you know, I'm not that good. Because everybody straight away thinks it's it's her because it's up, they yeah. find it at the desk. Yeah. It's a bit raunchy. Um, and then they start suspecting Carol, and that one runs through quite a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. But it's definitely not Carol because she's really getting into it. She's just sitting there reading it at one point yeah. and telling Doug all about it. And um, she's like, you know, she does that whole, she reads that bit out. She's like, she's got you down, you know, you put yeah. your head and he cocks his head and he gives that kind of look. Um, and the wink that's almost a reflex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I've got to, so yeah. when talking about the golf club, um, Carol mentions that the golf club is basically segregated. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, no, I won't be able to go. Because and also they don't allow Jewish people or Jewish black people. people or black people. But you know what's scary about that is I think that's exactly how a lot of the golf clubs, I don't know about now, but the they still were yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. And that just... They could that, be okay with it. They could be out, 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 you know, open and say, possibly. That's just how it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, well, that's what the rich people do. So we don't have any power to stop that. Or yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe if, if you're a black person or a woman, you don't want to go to the golf co- a golf course that doesn't want you, you know. Uh, um, yeah, that we let you in because we had to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that they yeah, that which again is like another reason why I'm like, oh golf, because and that's a huge tradition with a lot of golf clubs, and it's like well, piss off. Mm. Yeah. yeah, actually, I mean, I'm not a golfer as well, so but the the whole idea of now. I'm going to say for, you know, hopefully sake, uh, you know, olden days golf clubs that were so like white, mm-hmm. you know, middle to upper class men. Yeah. Um, and you're like, you know, kind of, oh, you know, the, the wifey's at home. And yeah. anyone who was a person of color, if they were allowed inside the grounds, were probably bringing the bags for them. Yeah. You know, it's so like, yeah, it's not really something I've any interest in being a part of. Uh, now yeah, I realize, no. sorry, to everyone who plays golf today, I realize that is no longer the case in a lot of places. So I'm not, I'm not calling every golfer a racist. Just throwing that out there. I am calling them all sexist though. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just like it's this idea of, oh no, it's okay. They overturned that. You can come along. I'm all right. Thanks. I'm all right. Yeah. That you had yeah. to have that overturned that somebody had to fight for that. That, that wasn't just something yeah. in your brain that you went, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we see Carol kind of reading this and people thinking it's Carol and Carol's like, well, all the nursing procedures are incorrect. Um, and she's obviously, you know, taking the piss out of Doug a little bit about the fact that he's treating that kid. And it's just a sweet episode for her because the last episode was a big one where she went, right, no, I'm going to stay a nurse. And then we see her be to be this nurse, which is, I don't know. I just thought this was a nice episode for her. It it built her and Doug. It was a bit soft. She wasn't doing anything too horrible. Obviously, when Mark is hurt, she's there by his side. Um, But yeah, that's Carol, I would say. Anything, any more for any more for Carol? Uh, Yeah, after, just thinking, after the last few weeks of Carol, she kind of was here this week, as opposed to, I think they're kind of, the writers were kind of like, now, Juliana Margulies, you've had a heck of a season. And we're going to do another. couple of other characters this week but don't worry we'll come back to you we'll come back to you we'll get there we'll get there yeah Uh, so yeah she kind of gets to sit on the reserves bench a little bit doesn't she yeah i um i was just gonna say that just before mark gets savagely beaten 
Jerry's in the bathroom with him washing his hands. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Was this the one time or <laughs> was it? Yeah. Once a week, that's it. Keeps the germs away <laughs> for a few hours. Um, so Jerry thinks Carol is interested in because of the way she yeah. wrote about him in the book. I'm like, she wrote about oh. everybody like that in the book, Jerry. And also, it wasn't her. But he's yeah. like, is that the way she ever said that she's interested in oh, me? No. Oh, Jerry, no. no. I mean, she look at Doug and look at you. Look at Doug. You just True as that may be. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I awful? Um, you are. You're terrible, Muriel. Um, <laughs> oh, I need to see that again. Too. I love that one. Um, where should we go next? We've got we've got Benton, we've got Carter, we've got Jeannie. Should we go to Jeannie? Yes. Yeah. Because I think so. We we were talking earlier on about this, and I don't like what's happening, but it's so sweet at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Jeannie and Al are sort of giving it another go, and it's like they're teenagers again. Yeah. You know, by yeah. the end, sorry, by the end of their story. Absolutely. Um, whereas in the beginning, there's a support network there. She came to yeah. stay with him because, and it's it's not overly telegraphed. It's just, look, she had a bad night and she came to the one place where she knew she'd be understood. Yeah. Um, well, that's and... the thing. There's, so Fisher knows what's going on, but at the same time, there's always that level of, I know better than you, Jeannie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was very controlling. Yeah, and also not only I know better than you, but I'm going to pressure you in all these ways. And I, I just get yeah. the feeling she doesn't feel she's able to really talk to him the same way she can talk to Al because yeah. he's always got all these expectations on her or all these things on her. And she, I don't know, He's I feel suffocated by Fisher. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah. Feel he means well. Doesn't mean yeah. he comes across well. No. Yeah. But, no. you know, like he he has a tendency to react badly in the moment and we've yes. seen that a few times now he didn't react well when she told him she was positive yeah. he didn't react particularly well when there was the the dying woman and yeah. all she was looking for was someone to say oh, yeah. yeah it's okay i forgive you and he, he was, just he wasn't able yeah. to do that and then he was quite arrogant with her as well he said oh you're a physician's assistant i'm a physician's assistant yeah. Is that yeah. sort of that's there is a vein of arrogance to them. Definitely. There is. And and that swagger he has of kind of like you're lucky because I would deign to sleep with you, even though you've got hate. I don't know. I've always felt very much since that episode where he said to her, like, I think we should sleep together. I think he's been really shocked that she hasn't just accept like fallen yeah. at his feet for it because she's so lucky that somebody would deign to do that that's just the feeling i've always had oh, okay. he keeps kind of saying i don't know he just because then he pressured her again with the cabin and then this time he's like yeah. asking her on dates and and she's saying no i mean it, he does go you'll tell me when to stop asking which i thought was a nice move and she yeah. said yeah that's yeah. fine but i just wonder as, as well though if she feels she is able to or is she just confused with how she's feeling about al i um i, I wonder i she Barry, how do you feel about this? Is she just looking for what she knows, mm. where there's comfort? Yeah. You know, she knows that Al's not great, but she also knows the good bits of Al. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, he, he's like a different man though. So she's asleep on the sofa. 
he wakes her up he's made her breakfast he's very much like I made sure I got you up in time for your to take your tablets and here's mm. breakfast that I'm giving to you on the couch and I'm not asking questions about why yeah. you came over you know he's just been that really light touch support yeah. of comfort and then she um they get into a conversation about his meds because he's he's reacting quite you know he's, they're not working so well for him and he's trying to get himself on a program and apparently county has a program but he didn't want to ask her because he doesn't want her to you know it's not her problem is what he says it's not her yeah. problem anymore oh and joe and i believe him i don't yeah. think because yeah. fisher does say at some point oh well you know, he could just manipulate you no i believe he actually didn't want to go to genie mm. for that one. i do too i do because it seems very much like he's left you know if he had done that this would be very last minute because you know it, it, it could almost close and all that and i i think you're right i think he really has I think he's really trying to change and he's really learnt. Um, but Jeannie says, look, you know, I'll, I'll talk to infectious disease. I'll see what I can do, which she then does. She talks to she talks to um, Fisher, who says, yeah, you know, if you can get here for this time, bring him. And then there's this really there's this moment where Al does turn up and he just says, I didn't think I was somebody people would kind of want to help. I don't think I, I didn't. I didn't think I'd deserve being helped. You know, I think yeah. there's that. Another reason why he wouldn't ask Jeannie, because in his head, it's better off going to somebody who hadn't slept around, who hadn't, you know. Yeah. He still has carries that blame and carries that shame of the fact of how he kind of caught it. There, there is. Um, and as well, like you can see that in in Fisher's reaction. I mean, like we realize that Fisher's problem with Al is that he's Al. Yeah, that's 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 the problem. Yeah. But the yes. way he's speaking to him, yeah. like if Al was to tell him that he contracted the virus while sucking the poison out of someone, yeah. you know, yeah. saving their, you know, it doesn't like if it was the most altruistic reason ever. Yeah. He's still Al. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think that's what it is. So he unethically takes over the interviews. It's yes. not his program. Mm. He finds out it's Al. He goes, oh, I'll take this. He sits down with Al. And you're right. I think the whole time he's looking at him and thinking, I'm Mr. You know, heterosexual bachelor, good job, uh, yeah. you know, good looking, tall, cultured, got money. And she's after you who has no money. You have this disease. You work in construction and barely even yeah. that. I think you're right. I think I felt a real sense of condescension of that's yeah. what she's gone for when she could have had this. He was quite inappropriate with the questioning as well. I don't know if he needed to ask. Do you know what I mean? It was no, just all a bit... I mean, he was just trying to find out what he wanted yeah. to rather than it be about the questions. I don't think yeah. other people were being asked so many questions about yeah. so many things. Um I, yeah. And that's where I think for me, especially, I was like, oh, God, Fisher, oh, this is this is horrible behavior. Mm. This isn't this isn't. Oh, sweet. Oh, look, he's jealous. Or, oh, he's yeah. feels threatened. This is controlling. This is yeah. manipulative, unethical behavior. You know, last week he was upset and saying he doesn't want to talk to that woman with AIDS because that's kind of unethical as well, pretending to be the husband. And then this week he's all like barging in on mm. <laughs> on Al's. Uh, interview when he's not supposed to yeah um and then he confronts genie you know he's very like well he's quite cold with this as yeah Al, al's made it on and then kind of really confronts her is quite cold and mean um but i think he helps genie realize that maybe her feelings for al whatever they are aren't over completely yes yeah um 
and then Fisher's it's over with Fisher I think that he definitely now knows that and sees that good although it's over with him and yet he is still in a position of power so it remains to be seen we know he's arrogant is he petty yeah well we've seen his petty how petty yeah 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 exactly so that it's worrying I yeah I get the impression that with his sort of his forthrightness and his assertion, you know, his assertiveness, like, I think we should sleep together rather than would you, do you want to? Do you know what I mean? It was, yeah. There was a lot of assumption made and I've booked a cabin, let's go away. It's like, well. Yeah. I'm coming I... to opera, even though I've told you no. She could have. Yeah. She could have told somebody else that they're going with her or. It's... That's what I hated. That's with, especially mm. with, with the sex, because it felt very much like he was going, all right, then it was all up to me to make the decision. Like she was yeah, just yeah. sitting there gagging for it and waiting for it. And I just, yeah, that, yeah. It, it was it's... never a question. It was, I'm ready. Yeah. In the long run, what's to stop him from being manipulative exactly. in, and a bit gaslighting, a bit like, and using, you know, holding things over, like the fact he earns some money. He says, well, I can afford yeah. to take us to the cabin. I could do things spontaneously, but you can't because you don't earn as much. Do you know what exactly. I mean? It's, yeah. Exactly. It's just, and all the way yeah. through managing her disease, being like, well, I'm yeah. the infectious disease guy, so I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, so I, I have to say, I'm not I'm not sorry to see the back of Fisher. I feel like there's better out there for Weaver. And not Weaver. God, oh, God, who else my head? Uh, better <laughs> out there uh, for, for Jeannie. But the thing um, that is interesting is exactly what you say, Sean. You know, I don't particularly agree with her and Al, but there is a sweetness. You kind of, half yeah. of me is rooting for them because they're quite sweet together. And I and I feel sorry for Al after everything. And this is why, you know, I've said Michael Beach is magic in what he does because he makes you feel sorry for, for this character that somebody else might not have given him a soul, you know? Yeah. Um, and... And so at the end, you know, they're together and they're, they're, they're really kissing. And I think they're making that decision to get back together. And yeah. and then he has to run out and get condoms because he doesn't have them because he isn't, I guess, no. sleeping with other people in, around anymore. And, uh, and this is the this is the kind of the, the teenager thing. Yeah. Oh, my God, please don't go. Please, you know, yeah. are, are yeah, we, yeah. is this still going to happen if I have to run to the shop and get, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's been fortunate enough to have been in a similar situation where you know you're just like oh just just hang on just hang on 10 minutes and i shall be back um will well, they there uh well no they wouldn't let me back into their house so um, <laughs> they moved in that 10 minutes <laughs> uh, I was the like, whole house is empty yeah. there wasn't even a my note. god that is efficiency you know, yeah. <laughs> you knock on the next door neighbor that no, they've never lived there. That he's that wasn't their name, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> or or is that like you know, kind of Carl, deeply inhale of a cigarette? Well, that's a name I haven't heard in years. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I guess they're back together, but you know what's you know, Jeannie is sweet. And she's laughing around him and she's got this sweetness about her with him. And he says, so, you know, I took it all for granted and I really miss your laugh. And later she laughs and he's like, that's the yeah. laugh. And I just thought... Her, her laughter in the dark. And I was like, yeah. oh. oh it, 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 so it is really sweet. But yeah. Yeah, it's also really like, ah, ow. Anyway, um, so, that, so that's Jeannie. Um, should we go... Well, actually, before we go to Benton and Carter, I think we should talk about... One of the most, you know, slipped in 
entrance of a new doctor ever yeah yeah we're like almost at the end of the episode and without fanfare or anything else weaver brings in dr delamico anna delamico Mm -hmm. who we love we do huge huge fans of her yeah even short shrift but i'm glad i really enjoyed the all the scenes she was in I just love, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it, so she just kind of arrives in. We learn she's, you know, ER doctor as well as a peds. She helps out with Mark. She also then, yeah. when Doug, a, a, a kid comes in, she says to, to to Doug, "Don't worry, I'll look after him." You know, team yeah. player here. Doug keeps telling her he's intimidated by because she's too smart. She knows everything. Yeah. Um, she just comes in, gets her head down. There doesn't seem to be ego, but there's also something intriguing. I don't know. I want mm. to what. I want to hear her story. There's yeah. got to be something there. Um, She's the actor is charismatic anyway. Yes. And yeah. so whenever she's in something, I'm I'm like I you know I'm drawn to her. God if say, you like, say yeah, yeah. Um, Sean, are you drawn to her as well? I Let's am indeed. Maria Bello is just yeah brilliant. Um, yeah, Bello really like her. The Bella liker. I don't know. Uh, we'll think. We'll come up with a name. <laughs> Well, Bella Lyker is a bit like Balalaika, which is a Russian instrument, isn't it? It is, actually, yes. It's quite a nice one as well. Okay. I Balalaika. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bali is also an Irish place name prefix, so there is That's that true, and you can literally stick it in front of any word and it becomes an Irish town. Ballyhead <laughs> probably is a place. Ballyshara, yeah. I'm pretty sure, is in, like, Wexford. It is. Yeah. I've been there. It's good. I'm the queen. Yeah. <laughs> we are not worthy. We are not worthy. Um, so yeah, we oh, yeah, get her. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. So it's a really little. You know, she's not in it a lot of time. As I said, there's no fanfare. There's no her from the beginning. She just kind of slips in. Here's Weaver going. Oh, I'm just showing her around, and and there she is. And 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 I I, I was just like yes. And also caught towards the end of a season. Like normally, it's like the beginning of a season. Yeah. The new round of people come in. You get a new doctor. She just yeah. kind of comes in like oh hi, I'm here. Yeah. Um, Didn't Doyle give her a bit of? Yeah, Doyle. Oh, like, who are Doyle, you? Does Doyle just hate people? Is yeah. that it? Like yeah, you know, yeah. she's like you. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Weaver probably checked her out before she led her into a trauma, Maggie. Exactly that. I'm just letting this random gorgeous blonde come in and just do some surgeries. Is that okay with you, Doyle? Well, actually, oh, no. as Doyle cracks a joke about it herself earlier on yeah, in the episode, yeah. probably would be okay with Doyle, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. No, yeah what, what'd she say? Uh, oh, yeah, he says, no, uh, meat, no, no men. men. Sounds like I'm your girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Green says, oh, don't say that. Don't go play into his delusions. And she's like, no, but it's true. It's not, I'm not because I guess Green doesn't know that she's a lesbian, maybe, and, and a vegan. <laughs> um, a vegesbian? A vegan, a veges. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, oh, that's... actually, yeah, that got very close to another word. So we're just gonna we're gonna stop. Well, but we um... all know what was being said. <laughs> uh, so Benton and Carter are there. They're they're there in the yeah. hallway in surgery, and um, and Hicks approaches and she says to Benton, you know what would you say if I took away one of your, you know, your procedure this morning and Benton's ready to, you know, kill her. And she says, the only reason I'm, um, the only reason I say that is because these two amazing doctors are here and there's, they're going to do a transplant, kidney transplant, a live kidney transplant. Um, Mm. Do you want to be part of it? And then Benton does the thing that, I don't know, I think we all probably died a little bit. Yeah. He says, can can Carter be part of it? And Carter's like, what's Carter got on him? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I, and I think even Hicks is a bit like, uh, what? She's not having a because Carter's still very much in the doghouse from yes, the other week where he sort of put her up against Anspa. Yeah. Um, so she's very much like, if you know, it's your thing if that's what you want. If there's room for him, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to stand in his way. And then Carter wants to be thanked, you know, a bit touchy feely with Benton, and Benton does his usual, just walks away. <laughs> and he's just back, just like, Carter, how dare you speak to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Peter. You're back. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Was was that eye contact? What have we said about eye contact? It was very, <laughs> very like that, wasn't it? Um, and then you know all the way, and, and and then the next time we see Benton, he's late to. Carla's got a a meet uh, an appointment, an OB appointment with Coburn, and he's late. But who's even later? Coburn. Because where is she? I just not the Nile or something yeah. like yeah yeah. yeah. Because yeah, what, why? Going, so something I was meant to do. Four people are in like active yeah, labor. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the bagels in New York. So I think I'll go there on horseback because that's romantic. Yeah. And then I'll just walk back. Yeah. Oh, I've got to do some babies, whatever. Do you know Nobody what I mean? Nobody just... needs me. Douglas, Douglas should go me. and ask Donald, what does Janet <laughs> have on them? Yes. Uh, yes. I yeah. want to know because she's, she's like, so late that, um, you know, Carl is still there, which is good for Benton in one way. But I love this exchange between mm. Benton and Carla because she basically fires him as her Lamar's yeah. coach. And she says, you know, we don't, I can't work with you. You're too aggressive. It's but it's birth, not a military maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was just really funny because we could all you don't even need to see the scene. You could imagine Benton in Lamar's class, can't you? <laughs> Yeah. Breathe. Relax. <laughs> relax. Why are you relaxing? No, I'm just thinking about Worf delivering that baby in TNG. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now Breathe. is not a good time to have this child. I don't have a choice. <laughs> um. And then later, you know, then Benton's in. He's in um the operating room, and it's quite exciting, isn't it? Because he's he's with the uh, recipient and Carter is with mm. the donor and it's all happening and they've got intercom which is very you know it's all new apparently before they used to have to walk like peasants from one village to the <laughs> next kind of thing to deliver messages now they have this very cool intercom um and cutting edge technology it is and they're they're basically amongst these amazing doctors who were doing this this transplant and Carter's in one Benton's in the other and they can see each other, and it's it, it, it's quite exciting. And I, mm. I love Carter's face. He's so excited. He gets to take the kidney round. And Benton's like, oh no! And we're all waiting for him to drop it because you know, Carter. It's all right. There's a spare. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he doesn't, and and he's got a he's got a weird thing he's got something over a lot of older men because the doctor's like why didn't you stay just from Carter bringing in the kidney I was like all right he's he's seen him do dressage and fell in love that's what it is yeah yeah Yeah, he he went to the Philip J Fry school of being the best delivery boy ever (laughs) future wrong and Uh, then um and then Ben gets told you know he's they sorry then they the, both the doctors later say let's have a debrief you guys are invited which is a huge deal for their careers for everything um so they go 
and in the middle of it while they're all you know they're just sitting and listening and I always like seeing Benton who's so commanding when he's with somebody who's above him because we get to see this kind of little boy Benton of like I'm just gonna sit and listen and be excited because we never get to you don't get to see that side otherwise yeah and it's just like you know I'm gonna giggle at all of the jokes and I'm gonna get invited (laughs) to have the coffees and yeah yeah yeah. but not the golf club because it's segregated yeah yeah although do you know what I bet Fisher's in there I bet Fisher's in there. Yeah, he just seems like the kind of guy that just be like, kind of like, I'm so arrogant. It's fine. I'm in there yeah, anyway. I'll Screw just, all y'all. I'm walking in, and everyone's yeah. just like, "Yes, let yeah. him just walk in." Edson is, was already a member. Oh, oh my yes. god, Harvard founding Harvard. member. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Edson's the one who was like, "I see your rules, but can I just add a couple?" Yeah, yeah. Can <laughs> yeah. we also get rid of? I think we're letting in too many poor men, and I think we're letting yeah. in too many um men who have a bit of color on them yeah, and i know yeah. they're from like m- mid europe but i think still yeah it's too dark they're too dark yeah. carter coming so- back from holiday that time would have been yeah. too dark <laughs> absolutely he's like it. could you bring your family tree along do you know yeah, just to make yeah. sure there's no poverty in there or any yeah. kind of you know and how long have you been in america and can you prove that you came um, over on the mayflower yeah how many generations <laughs> go back because the edsons were you know on, on if you rearrange some of the letters in Edson, it spells Mayflower. So there you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, Benton's sitting there. Carter gets up and leaves because his pager goes off. Benton looks like, I don't know, like he's eating. Carter's just farting his cat's face. Like, yeah, yeah, he just looks, yeah, he's not happy. We know that something he's, he's not happy. He basically goes and shouts at Carter and he says, you know, these two surgeons were there we were invited to the debrief and you walk out and mm. carter's like well why is that a problem he says i don't know is is it and this is that something we've seen before you know this carter spending more time with patients mm. this is that start again of that of introducing that and that fracture between benton who's sur- mr surgery and carter who's possibly not mr surgery you know he mm. might have other other ambitions um and then it ends with carla being in ob and yes because her contractions had started but they've they've got it all under control um and benton is really gentle and lovely with her and he kind of sits with her and she's like entertained mm. me which i thought was hilarious his I face was like yeah uh, was horrified he's like what, what do i do what do i do i Take don't know any jokes for being a puppet hello <laughs> <laughs> i'll get some pencil toppers from the, the yeah yeah the, do you know what i mean oh uh, and they have that the funny moment of she, she just goes I think I remember when this baby started. And he's like, yeah, I remember that too. And it's yeah. just this cute little like, oh, but also at the same time. Oh, yeah. PD has a sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's human. He's there. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the, the donation went well. He got to kind of be there for it. So that's a real career win. Um, you know, taking that general surgery spot is actually working out quite well for him. And mm. You know, his his partner, well, not partner there, you know, he's the woman who's having his baby, is in hospital on bed rest. He's got a baby coming, you know. There's stuff being set up here for him. Um, And then we've got Carter, who is the opposite, isn't he? So he he actually sits with the patients. You know, he sits with Carl to me, who is the brother who's giving his kidney to his sister, Jean, to me. Uh, Jean has lupus and so her kidneys are kind of being wrecked via that she also she raised 
Carl. So mm. he feels very like, yes, I'm giving her the kidney. And Carter's talking to Carter's talking to Carl, and then Jean comes in. They wheel Jean in, and they kind of have a little. We see the brother sister banter and relationship, which is you know it's it, very sets up that they're close. It it gave me a bit kind of I don't know. It felt a bit like written by somebody who doesn't have a brother. I don't know. It's maybe me and my brothers are too cruel to each other. I don't know, but yeah, I, it just seemed a little bit. I don't know. It's. I didn't. I wasn't that enthralled with the writing there. It was good, yeah. but it just felt a bit cliche. It was a bit cringy, wasn't it? It was yeah, a yeah. bit. Oh, he's a wimp. Yeah, he's a wimp. Oh, mm. you ever gonna let me let it down that you've yeah, given yeah. me a kidney? Yeah, it was all a bit boom boom. Um, yeah, so I, I, I get that completely. Also, I felt very much like they were setting up for her to die or him to die. Sorry, yes. it didn't. It really feel. Yeah. And then you know his alarm start going off, and it's just like, yeah. uh oh, he's hemorrhaging yeah. and he's not come back from surgery yet, and. I was like, that's what it's going to be. And she's going to feel guilty for the rest of her life for kind yeah. of having his kidney. But um, but, but well, Carter, what, what so, could yeah. be good is that if the kidney doesn't take, then the rest of her life might not be that long. So that wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's one bonus. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, well, or if he dies and that kidney doesn't take, there's another one. There, there's so oh, many different ways for this to yeah. go. I like it. But luckily, the kidney pinked up nicely, didn't it? It did. I like that phrase. It sounded as much as, you know, it sounded, you know, nice. I I like it because I can see it happening. You know, you kind of see it like the pinkening and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Mm. I don't know if you either of you studied biology at school and had to do dissections. No, no. never had to do Yeah, I did A-level biology. And I, I thought I wasn't squeamish, but the day we were dissecting a kidney... I was just like, I can't do it. I was racked with nerves. I don't know why. And in the end, I just observed and they were happy with that. But it was just, and then we did a beef heart, a cow's heart. Wow. And as fast as it was, I was like, I can't do it. It was really weird. I just. End no. of your doctor career right there then, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm usually only able to do it when it's still attached. Um, it's yeah, yeah. You want to like, see the blood pumping through your victim through the the, the the person's heart. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, pr- yeah, yeah. Preferably eyes open, no anesthetic. Yeah, it's true. It's the best. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to call the Garda. Um... <laughs> the, the single solitary Garda who's just dedicated to Sean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's it's happening again. Bloody phone never stops ringing. Like, yeah. Sorry, you'll just have to wait. Uh, I'm really pleased that I didn't do an Irish accent right then. That's all right. That's grand. That's I, grand. You know. Um, I know, I was been doing a Scottish one with my Scottish friend and he didn't shout at me, so we were okay. I know oh, it must be good always a, always oh, no, a win. no, no, it's so bad. It's notorious. Oh, really? My Scottish relatives are always telling me to stop and my other Scottish friend has said stop. And this friend would has also said stop, but it's been a while since he's seen me, so I think he was like... Oh, you missed that. I'll just take it yeah. for now. But next time. I was about he said to, English yeah. holidays. It's the way from English <laughs> holidays. And it was just so like... Oh my God. I don't know who that was offensive to, but it was just broadly offensive to like Sorry, anybody. Kenny. I love you, Kenny. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we have Carter. You know, he's he's doing that pastoral thing. He, he realises, he sees how close the brother and sister are. He knows that the um, brother had trouble in surgery. So he's very much like, page me when the sister wakes up because he knows 
that she's going to worry. So he wants to go and sit with her, which is why he leaves, um, you know, Benton and the, the surgeons. And he goes and sits with her and he tries to make her feel better. And she's asking about her brother, but and he can't answer her, mm. but, you know, he's there. Later, the brother gets wheeled back in because yeah. he has survived. Everything's fine. And then, you know, Carter's left wondering after Benton says, why did you run off? A bit like, well, why is that an issue and not really understanding and. And I think I suppose there is alarm bells because if you do want to be a surgeon, you would want to hang around with the the surgeons. You know, it's a bit like if you wanted to be an actor, and like Alan Rickman and you know somebody like Judy Dench had come in to do a speech, uh, you saw them in a play, and then they they were going to debrief, and only a few people were invited, and you walk out. Do you you know you don't do that? I guess if you yeah. wanted to be a surgeon, this is a real opportunity, but. You know, it, it, it sets that up with Carter. That's it. It's like, well, are you going to be a surgeon who cuts people open or are you going to be a carer? As you said, yeah, this very pastoral mm. thing. So yeah. um, I wonder how it will go if he has some sort of change of heart of what his career is going to be. Who knows? Mm. Who, who knows? knows? Who knows? We will in a few weeks, maybe. Possibly. <gasps> Spoilers, um, <laughs> but he's also a bit that's quite a, you know kindness as well the way he kind of went back and also the kindness yeah. of the brother giving the sister yeah. the kidney mm. um and that's the episode yeah yeah so talking about lupus shall we talk about a disease yeah yes so um yeah lupus is a bit of a strange disease there's no cure for it it's um it's not just inherited it's also environmental as well environmental causes so um on the nhs website here's some tips for you if you often get joint and muscle pain extreme tiredness will not go that will not go away no matter how much you rest and rashes often over the nose and cheeks it might be lupus and also causes headaches mouth sores high temperature hair loss sensitivity sensitivity to light um and basically it's it's also called systemic lupus need to run up this erythema erythematosis um because it, it looks like a lot of other conditions so if anybody watches house lupus is always mentioned because it's it's a bit nebulous it's a bit hard to track down um but yeah it's it, it include it yeah, the symptoms include inflammation in different parts of the body including the lungs heart liver joints and kidneys so it can do some pretty nasty damage to you um and if it's severe lupus it can cause severe damage to the heart and brain as well which could be life-threatening but it, it has flare-ups and um and can settle down as well it's it can have relapses and remissions it's a strange thing but um there's two medicines that are used to treat severe lupus which are rituximab and belimumab why didn't they just have easy to pronounce yeah like yeah but like, there you go. yes like <laughs> like <laughs> Pill one and pill two. Yeah. <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Anti lupus one and anti lupus two. But anyway, but also another uh, drug use for it is hydroxychloroquine, which is what some oh, members yes. of the Trump administration said helped with um, COVID, which it did not. It did not. And now there are people are having, yeah. Um, what is it? Worm medicine. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. Um, and it, I was just watching um, a Seth Meyers video his uh, closer look and basically calls into certain red states about uh, to the poison control 
regarding these deworming tablets has jumped like 3,000% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, it's just mad that people say, I'm not having a vaccine because I don't know what's in it. I'm going to take worm medication that I yeah. don't really know what's in that either. Yeah. And also is not meant for me, whereas this has actually been through tests. Yeah. and Anyway. Yeah. Horses are generally bigger than people. Yeah. And whoa, 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 height. whoa, whoa, you lost me there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not Shetland ponies and, and stuff like that, but, but little Sebastian. I finally got a reference. Yay! <laughs> the reference all three of us get because we did the, the Mr. Wolf thing and Sharon very dutifully laughed. Thank you. You two do Gilmore Girls. I have no idea about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Gilmore Girls is awesome. Um, so we do some Iba. Oh, no, Iba. We were having trouble, weren't we? So I thought Iba. Let's Iba it. Iba it. Iba it. Where? Who? Who wants to go first? Uh, sure. Keep on scrolling. I'll go. I'll go. I've got. Um. So actually, the um. I'm delighted. Uh. The paramedic Pam got a bit of an episode this week because yeah. we've seen her in the background a lot and she's been there but she is actually a really brilliant actress um uh, so it's pam olms played by lynn alicia henderson she's in things she's been in things like murder in the first 24 scrubs the l word home improvement agents of shield and mom and um you know we, we will continue to see her. she's on and off in, in and out and i always like it when they kind of I bet that was a great week for her when she kind of was told you're going to get to actually interact a lot more and actually have a storyline. Um, I'm also going to talk about Alyssa Gunther, the, char- mm-hmm. uh, the character Alyssa Gunther, who was played by Heather Matarazzo, who people might know from The Princess Diaries. She's in Scream 3. She was in the mm-hmm. film 54, Welcome to the Dollhouse, The L Word. She's got one, you know, she's in stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the brother, Carl Twomey, is, pl- is played by Gabriel Mann, who's in things like Revenge, Ray Donovan, Mad Men. Yeah, I thought I recognised him. Batwoman. He's... He does a lot of voices as well. For kind oh, of, really? Um, he does, he, he's Batman in a lot of kind of uh, oh. cartoons and, and things like that. Um, oh, wow. And then, I mean, Don, Dr. Anna Delamico is played by one of our favourites, Maria Bello, who we yeah. love. She's in things like Payback, the Jane Austen Book Club, which is one of my favourite films ever, Coyote Ugly, History of Violence, Prime Suspect USA, amongst other things. Also, and we will see more of her. Yes, she's also in a, a just unnecessary um, sequel, which was The Mummy, Tomb of the Dra- Dragon Emperor, when she replaced Rachel Weiss, Because Rachel Weiss was doing other things, I think. Is that the reason, Sean? I think literally anything else. Yeah. yeah, I think her career had kind of taken off, and she was being offered like, I don't know, yeah. she didn't need that franchise anymore. That you know, yeah. she'd started to get some really good stuff, hadn't she? Yeah, it's um, yeah, the, the first two movies are great Sunday afternoon fodder, mm. you know, mm. hangover films too, because they're they're still fun. Um, Brendan Fraser, who the internet loves and I love. Oh, he's uh, great. Oh, he's so good. I don't know if anybody's ever read that GQ interview where he basically bears his soul and says he's like physically and emotionally broken by Hollywood. Um, I've not read us, but yeah. I've heard yeah. About it, yeah. Yeah. I'll find it and I'll share it. But Thank you. Anyway, not that it's relevant to ER. But, uh, <laughs> I wish he'd been in it now because he's a fine dramatic actor as well as a comedic actor. But anyway, that's completely off topic. 
Great. There we go. <laughs> That's perfect. And we're calling it Thanks for Listening to our podcast about everything ER. Don't forget, you can find us on social media on Instagram at you set the tone pod and at set underscore pod on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And remember, you set the tone.